Oh yeah, everything's fine. Welcome. This is me and Luke, an upbeat, sometimes downbeat story of my life with CLL. there. This is your host, Jim Smith, and today we're going to talk about, uh, well, about fear and worry and how to overcome all that, uh, if that's possible. I think it is. Uh, On a previous episode, several episodes back, I don't recall which one, I uh, said something and I got it a little bit backwards. Uh, What I said was, is that uh, fear is just uh, worry trying to be productive, that was backwards. <laughs> what I mean, and, and what my um, philosophy has always been, is that worry is in fact fear trying to be productive. We can't let worry overtake us, but we can do things to um, combat it. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. Uh, a while back, I knew a lady, well, I still know her, <laughs> A lady who uh, had breast cancer and uh, she overcame it uh, and she's um, free of it right now but I asked her because this wasn't long after I learned that I had leukemia I asked her um, how she dealt with her breast cancer how she got through it um, how she managed and uh, she said an interesting thing it's advice that I've never forgotten she said, well, she said, first of all, it's important to uh, let your doctor know how often you want to meet with him. That Don't let him just put you off if you need to see him. Make arrangements and let him know that it's important to you to see him. In other words, be, be an advocate for yourself. Doctors are not gods. They can make mistakes. They're human beings, just like all of us. And uh, they have a huge load of patience. So uh, I'm not saying anything bad about doctors. We need them, and they are most of them are very devoted to their craft. But I'm just saying, you do need to look out for yourself. And um, if you're concerned about something, don't be shy about talking to the doctor about it. Uh, your health is in your hands, and uh, the doctor's there to help you. But you need to not be passive. You need to let him know what your worries are, and, and uh, if. Uh, you're asking him to repeat something he may have told you at your last visit, that's fine. This is about you. So be there for yourself. Be your own advocate. So that was good advice. But more than that, she said that, uh, Jim, you need to have short-term goals and long-term goals. (laughs) And that is just excellent advice. Short-term goals that uh, give you uh, immediate feedback as as to your life and the success that you're having and to take your mind off of Luke. But also a long-term goal. Uh, Long-term goal meaning if you set a long-term goal for yourself, you're kind of refusing to accept the idea of dying early. You are being more positive about the potential for your future if you have a long-term goal to set. And uh, I thought that was really good advice. I mean, none of us know how long we're going to live. We have leukemia, and those of us with CLL, chronic lymphocytic leukemia, might have it better than other forms of leukemia. It has the word chronic in it, which means it can go on for a while. 
Now, that doesn't mean things couldn't change, obviously. We don't know how long we have. Uh, but you know what? Healthy people don't know how long they have. So, <laughs> we can't let Luke overpower our mind in a way that we are, are afraid. Um, you know, I can honestly say that I, at this point in my life anyway, I don't fear death. I don't want it, <laughs> of course. Um, I want to live as long as I possibly can for my children and my grandchildren. But my concerns are more towards if I do go, what's going to happen to my wife and, and that sort of thing. So I'm trying to make preparations for that. But if we can set goals for ourselves, if we can engage in life again, it's really easy when you get a terminal disease, it is really easy to disengage, to, uh, to have the attitude of, well, what's the point? You know, I'm sick, I'm going to die, everything's horrible. <laughs> you can't do that. We have to hang on to the life we've been given. You know, you have leukemia, for sure, but you also have a spouse or a friend, loved ones, children, grandchildren, people that care about you, and you just can't give up on that. We can't shut ourselves down. We need to engage in life uh, every day and have goals, short-term and long-term goals, that, you know, when you have goals, it makes your life more interesting, more exciting. And it doesn't matter what the goal is. What are you interested in? Uh, have you always wanted to learn how to play the piano? Um, did you used to fish when you were a kid and you'd like to get back into that? I'm uh, trying to write a book, <laughs> a fiction book. Um, I think I'm on draft 11 now. That's because I'm new at this. But I've always wanted to write a book, so I'm doing that. I've always wanted to do podcasts, I'm doing that. Uh, another thing, talking about goals, I may have mentioned a while back, and I don't know if I actually did, but I might have mentioned this. I used to be in a band. We played, it was a Christian band. We played prisons around the state of Washington, uh, here in the U.S., and uh, it was great. I was a drummer. <laughs> I was uh, a pretty mediocre drummer, to be honest with you. But we had a really good time. And uh, that was, oh my gosh, that was 15 years ago. And I, I stopped practicing drums. Uh, and I, there were some other things going on in my life. But at least the last six years, I could have spent, I had no excuse, I could have spent practicing the drums. And I didn't. I kind of let, let uh, life kind of take over and I had a goal of that of wanting to be a better drummer that I kind of just let go of well here we are 15 years later and our group is getting back together now we're not getting together as a gigging band we probably won't be doing prisons we're all busy but we're getting together as friends just to enjoy our music enjoy our time together fellowship and who knows we might you know if there's a church that's that's uh, doing a fundraiser and wants a band to play maybe we will do that once or twice a year um, but this is more of a laid-back, just friends getting together thing. So I am madly practicing the drums, <laughs> trying to get up to speed for that, because in a few months, uh, this is um, October of 2023, and uh, we're going to start uh, getting together in January of 2024. So I just have a couple months to uh, get back up to speed on the drums. I don't know if you can hear it or not. There might be a little bit of an echo, because right behind me is my drum set. I have a small studio. I have a drum set right behind me, and I can hear the uh, toms vibrating with my from my voice speaking. <laughs> I don't know if you can hear that or not, but anyway, I have that drum set right behind me, 
And I'm trying to practice that every day and get back up to speed. So that's a goal. That's a short-term goal. Uh, writing the book is more of a long-term goal for me because I want to write more than one book. All this is to say that you need to not give up on your goals, uh, of your dreams. Um, yeah, Luke is there. Luke came to your door and he hasn't left and he's going to be there for quite a while. And you don't know what the results of having leukemia will be. Uh, you might live a long life. The thing is, wherever you're at with your leukemia, don't give up. Be who you are and who you've always been. Uh, you might have certain limitations. You may not be as strong as you were. You may be more tired, uh, maybe more difficult to get some things done, but that's okay. You can adjust your goals uh, to fit your, your abilities, but your lifestyle is your choice. You can choose to turn into a hermit or you can choose to re-engage with life. So that's what I'm suggesting. We need to be human again. You know, we're sick physically, okay? But you don't, don't have to be sick mentally. Mentally, you can still be who you were. It's just a matter of telling Luke to take a hike. <laughs> you know, um, I, I refer to my leukemia as a person. I call him Luke, as you know if you've been listening to this show for any time. The reason I do that is, for me, leukemia is kind of an invisible disease. Uh, you know, it's not like you have, uh, you know, visible signs. Um, it's all internal and you get tired and it can be confusing because I'm about to turn 72. I can get tired just because I'm 72. <laughs> so I never know if it's leukemia or just age. But um, because Luke is a bit of an invisible disease, I've given him a name. I call him Luke. Uh, I call my leukemia Luke. It gives me that, um, well, it gives me the ability to visualize it as a personality as a person that I'm fighting against and I know that might sound weird to some of you but uh, it helps me visualize my adversary in doing that I can choose to ignore my adversary now I can't I can't ignore him completely obviously I go to doctor's appointments and I have to think about my health and take care of myself and you know I don't forget that I have leukemia but I don't live my life every day as if I have leukemia I live my life as a person who happens to have leukemia, but is a writer and a drummer and a podcaster and a father and a husband and a grandfather. You know, I, uh, I live my life as whom I'm meant to be. I don't think of myself as a sick person, at least most of the time. Now, don't get me wrong. I have days. <laughs> we all have days when we uh, engage in a little bit of, uh, well, what do you call it? A pity party? <laughs> we celebrate our misery <laughs> but I don't do that very often who's got time for that I don't have time for it my life is short it may be shorter than most people's uh, so who has time to you know get all depressed and sad and worried uh, speaking of depression we're going to have another podcast on that because there was a time in my life when I, I did have depression, pretty serious depression, and oddly enough, it was before I knew I had leukemia. It was a whole other thing. We'll talk about that on a different show. But for now, try not to go down the rabbit hole of uh, self-pity. It uh, doesn't do anyone any good. It doesn't do you any good. It doesn't do your loved ones or your caregivers any good. If you feel yourself getting down, and believe me, I I know how that is. I can be an expert of... of uh, 
getting down. <laughs> uh, go outside. If it's a sunny day, definitely go outside. But you know what? If it's raining, you know, uh, wrap up and go outside anyway. Uh, we don't have to think. It's kind of a mental thing that we think that rain is a depressing thing. It's not. We need water to survive. So look at the rain as a positive day. Gray days don't have to give you gray thoughts. It's, it's all in your head. So much of what we do is in our head. So I guess I'll wrap this up. The main thing is to be in control of your thoughts, be in control of your head and set goals. Make your life exciting again. Uh, I'm not saying you have to go run a triathlon or, or anything. Whatever excites you. It could be something as simple as writing. It could be something as simple as getting out of the house and spending time with your family, with friends. Whatever it is, whatever floats your boat, do that. Don't, uh, don't let Luke push you into a hole, okay? Get out there and engage in life. That's what it's all about. Anyway, hope you all have a, a good week and uh, you take care of yourselves. And remember, you have leukemia, but you are not the disease. Bye for now. Talk to you next time. Godspeed.